The recent bank failure, along with wild swings in the market and rising interest rates, have many pre-retirees and retirees running for the hills. Come on back down. Today, we'll cut through the noise and calm the fears right here on Elevate Your Wealth. And now, Elevate Your Wealth with Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. Welcome into Elevate Your Wealth. Your hosts, Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. You can find them at Elevated Financial Management right here in Seattle. And they have 42 years combined experience in the retirement planning business, helping hundreds of their clients get ready for their golden years, their retirement, and they are fiduciaries. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. Each and every week, we hit the retirement topics and we'll go a lot of different places. And you're going to go, wow, there's a lot that goes into retirement planning. Well, we give you an opportunity to get on the calendar with Elevated Financial Management, meet with Mark, meet with Casey, meet with their team, see where you are in your retirement planning process. If you have not started planning, this is an excellent opportunity. If you're in the middle of something, need that second opinion, grab one of these spots. Again, these are no cost, no obligation, no pressure. We'll tell you about that as we move through the program. So look, it's in the headlines, guys. Mark, just kind of in a nutshell, can you uh, kind of surmise what has happened with the banks? People are really nervous. Yeah, and we're trying to calm all our clients. Right now, Casey and I have been using with everybody, just let's all take a deep breath. I think if we can do that, it's, this is all going to calm down. I truly believe that. Um, we know that First Republic is in the news right now, Silicon Valley uh, Bank couple of weeks ago, but one of the things that's happened that a lot of people don't know that happened behind the scenes, Silicon Valley Bank moved a lot of their bond portfolio uh, long-term. Uh, they went long-term on it, and they did not foresee the feds raising the rates like they did. And boy, this is what we tell and talk about each week, the importance of understanding how bonds really work. The longer the duration of the bond, the more sensitive they're going to be to interest rate. We call that interest rate risk. And boy, that came and bit them in the tushy a little bit. And so with that, with businesses needing capital and then the bank stock collapsing, uh, it caused everybody to make a run on the bank. So they had a liquidity issue. And it definitely, uh, one of the back scenes was their bond portfolio and what happened with interest rates. So They've been trying to stabilize their portfolios. The FDIC is involved. We know that a big bailout happened uh, for First Republic with some of the other major banks getting together to uh, loan them close to $30 billion. But because of a lack of a d diversification, uh, the bank had to sell more assets at further losses that just created more and more issues internally until there was no way for them to be able to handle that. And I'd, I'd like to play a clip from one of our favorite movies of all time. Many of us have seen It's a Wonderful Life. Listen to this clip that George Bailey has from that movie that everybody's pretty much familiar with. I just talked to old man Potter and he's guaranteed cash payments to the bank. The bank's gonna reopen next week. But George, I got my money here. Did he guarantee this place? I'll take mine now. No, but you're, you're, you're thinking of this place all wrong as if I had the money back in a safe. The money's not here. Yeah, that's called Hollywood foreshadowing, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah, that, exactly. that is a very familiar scene from It's a Wonderful Life. But how, how did we get here, Mark? How did we get here? 
Yeah, the, the thing to note here is this is these are some big agencies that are involved on trying to calm this fear and panic a little bit. The Federal Reserve is involved, the Department of Treasury, and the FDIC, which is the, the institution that banks, the insurance company that banks our deposits at our different banks. So they, they've been meeting, uh, they've had several meetings, in fact, to try and figure out how to stem this panic that's happening. And I, I want to tell everybody, I had a lot of my accounts at Washington Mutual back in 2008. In fact, I had all of them there. And all of us that had money there, we all got covered. So it, it, again, we all need to just take a breath because it is going to come back and we're going to be just fine. So uh, we do need to understand how the limits with the FDIC works. And that's what we can uh, talk about. But I just want to say, please, everybody just, again, it's going to get a lot better. Uh, and it, just to not, uh, I don't want you to stay in panic mode about this because it's, it, we're not even there. Not yeah. Even close. Yeah. I mean, you think about it too. I mean, we're all watching the financial pornography, CNBC, it's on all the time. Power yeah. Lunch, Power Lunch just had Piper Sandler, chief strategist, Michael uh, Kantrowitz on, and they were talking about just bracing for the following, and which is the ordeal and the Fed's rate and, and the plan going forward. And he had these comments. The lagged effects of all of these policy tightenings from central banks, from commercial banks, and from inflation create the conditions for problems to happen. And so I think, you know, this is one of several problems that we're going to be seeing down the road. Most of these are due to higher interest rates. Historically, problems arise, the big problems arise when job losses occur, which unfortunately is a typical byproduct of the lagged impact of, of higher rates. So, you know, our message to investors has been for quite some time now to be quite defensive in conservative and that we're, we still believe we're in a bear market and investors shouldn't get too complacent on this idea that the economy is anywhere near recovering on a global basis. Again, CNBC Power Lunch guest was Piper Sandler, chief strategist Michael Kantrowitz uh, with those comments. So Casey, I'm going to bring you in and just, just ask you a couple things real quickly. You know, FDIC insurance limit, we've talked about those numbers, but also what, what can you do to ensure that your money is safe where it is? But what about those limits and where can we put our money? Yeah, great questions and, and obviously top of minds for a lot of folks right now. And so uh, simple answer is FDIC insurance that covers $250,000 per depositor, per institution, per ownership category. So we'll break that down a little bit further. Essentially, if you've got more than that, the question becomes, is it going to be covered? And no, because if it's over $250,000 at that institution in that account, um, then that's the limit. So what can we then do to make adjustments? Well, you can move some of those funds to a different institution. Remember that $250,000 limit is per bank. So if you move that, if you have it all in one bank and you need to move it to another or move a portion of it to another, it'll be covered there at the other bank as well. It's not $250,000 total for your household or per, per person. You can break that out over different institutions. And so um, if you have all that money uh, in one spot, it, it now is the time to make some considerations and possibly move that. Um, but we just want to highlight something and, and Mark was touching on this and uh, that clip you just played, Morgan, there's a lot of clocks ticking here for different sure. things, right? There's there's clocks ticking for inflation. There's clocks ticking for interest rates. There's clocks ticking on banks. There's all of these things happening at once. And if they all go off at the same time, that's a problem, right? And so right now, everybody is concerned about what's coming down the line. And 
Uh, we understand your concern. We get it, right? We're not saying that there isn't cause for concern. But when you think about the banks, I, I just want to make this point or, or give you this illustration. Uh, we think back to the pandemic, and we'd hear on the news that there was a, a rush on toilet paper, that Costco was running out of toilet paper, right? And so what does everybody do? They run to Costco, and they buy all the toilet paper they can buy, and that creates an even bigger problem, right? And so we're, we're experiencing kind of the same thing with the banks right now. There, there was a bank issue, right? We're, there's no way around that. There was a bank issue. But what's happening is there's been a run on banks and many people are going and liquidating or moving their accounts. And that's further causing the issue. It's it's uh, stimulating that problem. And so uh, take a deep breath. Like Mark said, we're going to talk more about this, but take a deep breath. This all comes down to having a plan and being strategic with what you do. Um, and, and taking advantage of the tools that are out there. I cannot believe you brought back up the uh, the toilet paper shortage. <laughs> I mean, I'm getting I'm getting the shakes, man. That was crazy over here. That was yeah, that right. was it crazy. Was. Uh, but it's exactly. just it's a great example. I mean, people got scared and they went out and bought it all up. Same thing goes mm-hmm. for a run on the bank. If people get nervous, uh, they can certainly do that. So, Mark, let's bring you in. I mean. We, we say this all the time. There are a lot of people that are nervous, and so they're, they're taking their money to cash, but that does not equate to any kind of investment strategy. Yeah, and that is a really important thought there, Morgan. It's important that we keep in mind that cash in the bank is not an investing strategy in and of itself. Now, we always recommend anywhere from three to six to 12 months of pure liquidity in what we call bank inventory. But because cash is going to make up part of that plan, but your overall financial plan is going to consist of investments, asset allocation, diversification, and a myriad of other different types of tools, depending on what you're wanting your plan to do. So if you don't have a long-term financial plan in place, uh, the recent financial headlines are affecting you much more than those that have a long-term plan. So if you don't have one, Please pick up the phone, call us or call somebody that you trust that is a a fiduciary because everyone needs to keep your interests first, no matter what. So you need to have a plan and you need to seek out somebody if you don't have somebody that's going to be able to help you. All right, guys. So, again, a lot of people are nervous and I I hear you. Uh, Take a deep breath. So part of that taking a deep breath is is having someone to talk to. And we got an opportunity for you. We have five calendar positions at Elevated Financial Management. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. Casey, what's going to happen for these five callers? Well, you know, what we've realized, Morgan, is what folks need is a written financial plan put together by a certified financial planner. So that's exactly what we're offering is a written financial plan put together by our team of certified financial planners. Now, there's a few things we want to consider about retirement, especially when we talk about banking right now. You've got to have liquidity, but you've got to have consideration as to what your time horizon is. How long can you be invested and how does that potentially play out for you and consider the risk that you're taking in your investment? So we're going to help you do all of those things uh, among so much more, including taxes and healthcare planning, long-term care, if that factors into the puzzle for you. So there's lots to consider. Do not hesitate to pick up the phone and give us a call. We'll talk through each of these things with you in a way that's easy to understand and help you build something solid for the future. All right, we've got five spots. Here's the number, 866-668-3625. That's 866-668-3625. If you've got at least 250000 or more saved for your time, these strategies going to work best for you. And this, folks, is a written plan, and this is complimentary, 866 668 
3625. When we come back, do this, don't do that, but whatever you do, you got to make sure you plan. You hear it all the time. Retirement is all about having that plan, and without one, you could face some serious regrets. We'll talk about it when we come back. Welcome back into Elevate Your Wealth. Your hosts are Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. You can find them at Elevated Financial Management right here in Seattle. And they've been at this a while, folks. 42 years combined experience in the retirement planning business, helping hundreds of their clients get ready for their retirement. And again, they are fiduciaries. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. Want to remind you there's a great resource website. Check out EFMNW.com. All letters efmnw.com. You'll have links to the TV show. And of course, all of our radio shows are in podcast form. Great information there. You can certainly kick the tires and there's contact information. Get in touch with Elevated Financial Management. All right. So we wanted to kind of dig into this and get into some of the biggest regrets that people make getting to retirement. So you're planning, you're saving, uh, retirement's right on there, the horizon. There it is. These are some of the regrets. So Mark, we're going to start with you. Number one regret, not planning ahead of retirement. A lot of people get to the day and they're like, okay, I'm here. Now I need a plan. You really need to get started early. Yeah, that's exactly the point. We we talk about this on every show. We talk about it every workshop that we do. But uh, if you take a poll of retirement planning professionals in the U.S., every one of us is going to say the most significant mistake made by people that are working and want to retire at some point in the future is they just fail to develop a strategy or have any kind of a plan for their retirement years. So that's number one. That's going to take me into another big one that everybody's underestimating, and that's longevity risk. Casey and I talk about this all the time. It's We call that the risk multiplier. So how long we're going to live can make a huge difference in why you need to start planning for this. It is a concern that we're going to outlive our money. In fact, that's the number one concern that most retirees have is they're, they're going to run out of money at some point. Uh, should you delay the start of Social Security? That is a major consideration. We want to optimize your Social Security for you, show you how that you can do that. Because if you postpone from 62 to 70, the benefits that you're going to receive are going to increase anywhere between 7 to 8%, depending on your age when that happens. And in fact, a recent study just said, if you go at 70 or at 62 years of age, you're gonna be walking away from close to $183,000 of benefit because you went early. So understanding that is so important because that increase that you can get on your social security can make all the difference uh, in the world, especially when we're experiencing stock market uh, decline right now that's, that's hammering so many uh, people's retirees uh, budgets right now and the income that they were going to count on. Uh, and also one last thing I want to say about this, most people are severely underestimating the years that they're going to live, the average life expectancy. One of the numbers that I think is something all of us should keep in mind that is if, if we make it to age 65, you need to count on living close to at least 20 more years of retirement and some are gonna live 30 years past that. So having a plan is central 
to having a successful retirement. I mean, think about it, folks. I mean, and 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 the Social Security part of this is it's unique to your situation, the couple's situation. If you're retiring solo, obviously, you know how you're going to take it, and there are going to be people that need to take it sooner than later. But that's all part of the planning process. You know, having that conversation, just not picking a number. Uh, you know, have it as part of your plan how you're going to draw down on Social Security. So we're talking about regrets that people have had as they they get to their retirement date. So not planning ahead for retirement, you know, underestimating what your life expectancy is going to be, because Mark's dead on. I mean, people are living a lot longer. So what about not diversifying the investments, Casey? I mean, uh, this has got to be one of the top regrets. Yeah, it absolutely is. And and understandably so, uh, because diversification, right, we all understand the purpose there is that if if something is going down, then hopefully we have another asset that's staying level or possibly going up. And so we have some um, uh, we have some differences there between our different types of investments. And something I just want to illustrate here is the fact that many folks believe that they have diversification because they hold 15 different funds or 20 different funds or whatever it is, or, or maybe they think they're diversified because they hold 30 or 40 different stocks, but how those stocks, how those funds actually react to market volatility, that's what really is going to help you understand whether or not you have true diversification. If you hold 40 different stocks, but they all move up and down with the stock market, it's the same difference as holding just one stock. So we, we've got to have true diversification. And you can really understand the uh, the detriment that not having diversification, uh, the effect that that has on folks, because you think about the 2008 financial crisis, the housing meltdown, um, the crash in real estate prices, uh, folks that, that had the majority of their money in real estate lost in a really, really big way. And we saw lots of people have to come out of retirement because they weren't set up in the right way to deal with that type of volatility. And so it's something that, that we've got to understand. We've got to think about it a little bit. And uh, Mark, you want to add some of that? Yeah, I just wanted to say, I just have a client today. I was just talking with Casey about it. And he started planning with us about a month and a half ago. And in the month and a half, uh, his uh, TSP account, which is a, a gover- the government uh, uh, savings uh, department, and he's down forty thousand dollars in a month and a half, and he's just he's he's crying the blues right now. But uh, when you look at the TSP, there's not a lot of safe options in there. Casey, we were just talking about that. So not diversifying can, as Casey just mentioned, can really devastate in a very quick amount of time. Yeah, and just knowing what your risk level is. I mean, think about it. If you don't know. Uh, you know, and everything that's going on in the markets, and, and we've talked about this before, a lot of people are just afraid to look at their statements, man, you got to get in touch with what's going on uh, inside your portfolio, right. better yet. Make sure you have that plan. Listen, we want to remind you, we've got five positions on the calendar at Elevated Financial Management, and these are no cost, no obligation, simply no pressure. If you've got at least 250000 or more saved for retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. We're going to open up those five spots here in just a little bit. Talking regrets when it comes, you know, people, their biggest regrets is they hit retirement, things that they wish they would have done differently, not planning ahead of, you know, of that retirement. That's a regret. Underestimating your life expectancy, a Another one, not diversifying the investments. And Casey, we're going to put these next two together, retiring prematurely, but also retiring too late. 
Yeah, it's it's like Goldilocks, right? You got to find just the that happy medium. And so retiring prematurely, uh, if we retire too early, we, we can understand the effect that that's going to have because we're, we're excited. We jump into retirement. We're thinking things are going to be great. But we fast forward 25, 30 years down the road. And suddenly we don't have the income that we once had. We don't have the money left in our accounts, or maybe it doesn't even take that 25 or 30 years. Maybe it's only 15 or 20 years. And uh, it's simply because we weren't invested the right way. And we've been maybe overspending because we didn't have a plan. And now suddenly we're looking at this going, man, I, I either need to make more money, which means I need to go back to work or I'm going to have to lower my standard of, of living. And, and neither one of those is appealing um, to a retiree, of course. And so that, that is a big regret that folks have. And then um, the, the other side of that coin is retiring too late. So um, thinking that we need to continue putting it off, putting it off, continuing to work um, and not experiencing retirement that we've been planning on all these years. And maybe by the time we do start to retire, our health isn't what it was. Uh, maybe we've missed out on big events in our family's lives and things that we wanted to do that uh, maybe now the window of opportunity has narrowed or maybe it's closed. And so um, we're, we're missing out on all those fun things. So th there is a balance to strike there. And, um, you know, that, that really is the case in, in most financial planning conversations that there's a balance, right? There's, you, you got to find the right time to retire. Uh, you don't want to retire too early. You don't want to retire too late, but you got to take the right level of risk as well. You don't want to take too much risk, but you can't take none because you need to make some money uh, with your money as well. So th there's a balance and, um, you know, there's, there's more of this to go into. And I just think it's important that we understand that all of this, the, these issues, these regrets, the majority of these can be fixed by having a plan and having a conversation. Yeah, so important to have that plan. Again, going over some regrets. Last one, we're going to have time for uh, ignoring healthcare expenses. Mark, I mean, this is something that we're living longer. I mean, you said it earlier, uh, life expectancy is up, but guess what? Healthcare is going to be waiting on us and we're going to need it. Yeah, and that, that one, all I can say to that, if there is something that could blow up a great plan that you put together is a long-term care event. Uh, uh, any of us that have taken care of parent or grandparent knows exactly what I'm talking about. And right now in our state, in Washington here, Seattle area, we're looking at close to 12500 a month to cover those expenses. So please don't ignore rising health care. That along with inflation can just devastate your plan uh, if, well, I should say your retirement, if you don't have a plan, those that have a plan, we, we make uh, adjustments for that so that it's not a long-term problem. All right. We've been going over regrets and don't regret not, I mean, you need to have that plan. There's an opportunity right now. We've got five spots. Mark, what's going to happen for these five callers? Yeah, we want everyone to just pick up their phone because what we're going to do is we're going to put together a solid written plan for you done by a certified financial planner. And I can't overemphasize that's important. They know what they're doing. We know what we're doing when we put these plans together. We're going to look at your tax situation, which doesn't get it talked about very much. We're going to look at health care, uh, your liquidity, uh, your cash flow. We're going to do an analysis on that. And we're going to talk about income sources. Are they guaranteed or are they not? And what about legacy planning? Do you want to move money to your kids? So please 
pick up the phone because we want you to have a written plan that she'll be able to count on and hopefully make you very, very successful uh, in your upcoming retirement. Here's the number to call, 866-668-3625. Again, 866-668-3625. If you've got at least 250000 or more saved for retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. Five spots, complimentary, and it is a written plan. 866-668-3625. That's 866-668-3625. When we come back, guess what? Mark and Casey are going to put each other to the test. It's true-false. That's coming up next. your wealth. Your host, Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. You can find them at Elevated Financial Management. 42 years combined experience between these two in the retirement planning business, helping hundreds of their clients get ready for retirement. They are fiduciaries. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. Each and every week, it is Retirement Topics. And we're also going to give you an opportunity to ask questions about your own situation. Look, it's very important to have a plan. You may be sitting there going, well, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it next week. I'll do it next month, next year. You can get started right now. We have spots on the calendar with elevated financial management, no cost, no obligation, and no pressure. And you will receive a written financial plan. If you've got at least 250000 saved towards your retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. So stay tuned. Grab one of the five positions we're going to make available. All right, guys. Well, you're going to go true false. So let's polish it up and let's see what we're going to have here. Uh, Mark, you go first and you guys are going to ask each other these questions. And again, this is true false. We're putting you to the test. So take notes out there in Radioland. Okay. So here's the first one. It's too late to start planning for retirement, Casey. Yeah, false. It's never too late. Um, you know, in reality, uh, the earlier the better, of course, but it's never too late. Um, you don't want to give up because you feel like you've missed the boat. Uh, yes, your, your potential strategies, your options might be less because uh, you've started later than you should have. But that doesn't mean that financial planning will not have a positive effect for you. So definitely worth taking the time. We don't want to just say, no, it's too late and I can't start. Um, go ahead and get started on it right away. Um, let's see. So this next one, Mark, the 4% rule is all I need to follow in retirement to make my money last. I would definitely answer that is not only you know, not always true. I would put more of a false on that today. Uh, the 4% rule might work for a few, but as we talked about today, longevity risk is creating a problem. And Dr. Wade Fow believes that that drawdown rate, which is what that 4% rate is, really should be cut in almost half. So can you imagine those of you that thought you could withdraw 4% may only need, uh, or may should only take out 2% per year to have your money last. So there's a lot of conditions that we need to look at. We need to look at what is the market doing right now? How are you allocated? Time horizon for the different uh, buckets of money that hopefully you have. Age, and then the total amount that you have saved is gonna dictate really what your maximum drawdown rate should really be. All right, Casey, this next one. Long-term historical average returns will guide me to grow my retirement savings. That is absolutely false. One we hear a lot um, talking about average rates of return in the market. 
Uh, and, and that's very deceiving because there's a lot of information surrounding average rates of return for this fund or that fund or how things have gone. And we, it's, it's hard to illustrate this on the radio, but when you factor in negative percentages uh, into actual dollars, it totally changes how things work out, right? So when we talk about just percentages and rate of return for a fund or a particular investment, that's one thing. When we apply that to somebody's investment account, that is totally different. Uh, that's where real rate of return uh, comes into play, where your yield comes into play. And that's what you've got to understand. And so just blindly throwing money in and assuming that we're going to average eight or 10 percent, uh, that that is really a, a recipe for disaster. So definitely a situation where you need to have a plan and understand what's going on. Uh, I, I really like this next question or next statement. Once I'm in retirement, I'll be in a lower tax bracket. That's got to be true, right? <laughs> no, we, we would absolutely say not, not necessarily. In fact, there's a very good chance that um, you're going to be in the same bracket that you are when you retire. So it all depends on, again, a bunch of different factors. It's going to depend on what we call all sources of provisional income that you have. We're going to have to now look at, especially what happens when we get older. Now we have to start taking money out of our qualified plans. We call that the... IRA, you know, RMD, required minimum distribution torpedo, that's going to add income and possible taxes. So this is something that everybody wants to believe, but for a lot of us, it's not going to be the case at all. We, We could end up possibly in even a higher bracket. So again, this is where a plan is going to help you figure all that out so that you don't end up with a bunch of extra tax because you didn't do any planning. Now, this next one is one for you, Casey. Retirement marks the end of my professional career. Do you think that's the case? Uh, you know, for some, sure. Yeah, for some. But, you know, uh, collectively speaking, no, that that's not true. Um, as a matter of fact, for the majority of folks, uh, one study showed that more than seven in 10 pre-retirees indicated that they intended, uh, intended to continue working after they retired. So, We'll just illustrate this or or highlight this point that retirement's different for everybody, right? And so some folks truly do want to retire, never think about work again, uh, sit on the beach and sip margaritas, go play golf whenever they want. That is the retirement for a number of folks. But there is a lot of folks that are going to continue to work in some form or fashion, not necessarily because they have to, but they're choosing to because they enjoy their work. There's a sense of community. There's fulfillment there. And so it's important to understand that, that it is different for everyone. Uh, the number of workers age 55 and above increased by 6.8 million between 2007 and 2014. And so uh, people do want to continue working. I I have a number of clients that are in their 70s that have, quote unquote, retired, but are still actually working. They found other jobs or passion projects, things of that nature. So people will continue to work. And that's important to know. You want to add something to that, Mark? Yeah, I was going to say that a really a recent study just had that close to 50% of those that were polled about retirement are admitting that they have plans Uh, to keep on working. Uh, So that's a staggering number, right? One out of two of us are going to either continue to work in retirement or maybe, as Casey mentioned, maybe they'll they'll take up some volunteering, whatever it is. But I think those that just sit around and are retired are are not going to be near as common in in the future Mm -hmm. 
like they have been in the past. We are in the middle of true faults on retirement planning knowledge. And again, Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins putting each other to the test. I want to remind you, you're going to, if you have questions about your retirement situation, we have five calendar positions with Elevated Financial Management. We're going to open up here shortly, and it's no cost, no obligation, no pressure. You're going to receive a written financial plan. If you've got at least 250000 saved or more for your retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. So stay tuned. Those spots available. Uh, Casey, I do believe you have the next question. Yes, and a very good one. Mark, you're a, a nationally certified Social Security advisor. So the question is, or the statement, Social Security won't be there for me. Yeah, and I want all listeners to really pay attention. Don't believe that. In fact, we just had a, a study done in December that admitted, and this was the title to the article, don't let Social Security dupe your clients into claiming early. Now, we always talk about everybody's situation is unique to them, and we believe that. So, uh, again, maximizing your Social Security should be the utmost concern for each and every one of us. In fact, I'm going to be full retirement age this coming September. I was born in 1957, so I'm debating right now doing what I what we're talking with a lot of the listeners about right now is should they turn on Social Security and if they're when they when are they going to do it? That is a massive important question that you don't want to mess up because it can cost you a couple of hundred thousand dollars if you do this wrong. So one of the things that we do know is coming is Social Security is going to be probably seeing a reduction, which could be close to 25 percent in about 10 years. So think about what I just said. If you're living on 2000 a month now and in 10 years, 2000 is now going to be 1500 Do you think that might hurt just a little bit? Um, so I think we all know the answer to that question. The next one, Casey, for you. Once I retire, I won't need to save money anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's false too. Um, as a matter of fact, I mean, you've been saving your whole life building for retirement. That doesn't just end. Um, and in retirement, uh, having a high level of liquidity, building the savings that you have, th that feels good. I mean, there's an emotional connection to uh, having some money in the bank for a rainy day and something that would allow you uh, to deal with an emergency if it arose. And so that, that continues into retirement, potentially even more so because you don't have a, a regular wage at work like you used to. Um, ideally, you do have guaranteed sources of income, but that's a, a another discussion. But uh, in this circumstance here, yes, you're going to continue to save. Um, that's that's the right process. That is what you want to do. It will feel good, and it and it's definitely going to have a positive impact on your plan overall. Uh, let's see the next one, Mark. Social Security benefits are taxable. Yes, and that's something I want everybody to understand. That question is true. What they're going to do, there's three brackets when it comes to our taxation of Social Security. You're either going to be in a zero bracket, a 50% bracket, or up to an 85% bracket. That's of your benefits that are taxed. And the way we calculate that is we take all sources of income plus 50% of your Social Security benefits, add that together, and whatever bracket that uh, total income puts you into is going to determine whether you're going to be in a zero, a 50, and an 85. And I will say this, the bulk of our clients are always going to be in the 85% bracket. Now, 
We've got time for one more, maybe two. I need to pay off, Casey, my debt before I start saving for retirement. Uh, yeah, I mean, ideally, you would pay off your debt. That's a great thing. Uh, again, emotional connection to debt, right? So we want to try and solve that as much as we can, but it shouldn't uh, stand in the way of you saving for retirement. So uh, there's a, there's an important piece to this. The money that you save, the time that it's invested uh, and has uh, time to grow, the longer that time frame, the higher the potential that you'll have a a bigger nest egg when your retirement officially comes. And so it's important to start saving now. So don't let debt stop you from saving, um, but it, it may lessen how much you actually can save. And then real quick, Mark, this last one that, that I want to throw out there to you is annuities are all bad. Yeah, I want to say false right off the bat. Annuities may not be a good fit for you, but they can uh, provide a private pension, especially if you're not going to have one, and an income source that you can never outlive. So annuities in the right situation can be a very powerful tool. True, false. Well done, gentlemen. Now's the opportunity to get on the counter with Elevated Financial Management. Casey, what's going to happen for the next five callers? Well, uh, for those five callers, we're offering a written financial plan put together by our team of certified financial financial planners. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to break down your income sources and see how reliable those sources are. Uh, is there an opportunity to add another income source? We're going to stress test them, if you will, and see what that looks like over 25, 30, 35 years in retirement. We need to know what this looks like in the future. Uh, we're also going to talk about a spousal plan. So if one spouse passes away, how does that affect the other? Uh, we'll talk about taxes in retirement, something that eats away at folks' nest egg. How's inflation going to affect you? Making sure that that's a portion of the plan. Uh, risk, as we've talked about today. What type of risk are you taking? Is it comfortable? Is it appropriate? Do you know how your investments react? All things that we have got to have solid answers to. We'll do all that for those that are willing to pick up the phone. All right, we've got five spots. Here's the number, 866-668-3625. That's 866-668-3625. If you've got at least 250000 or more saved for retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. Five spots, call now, 866-668-3625. Q&A coming up next. Welcome back into Elevate Your Wealth. Your host, Mark Stimson, Casey Elkins. You can find them at Elevated Financial Management right here in Seattle. 42 years combined experience between these two, and they have been in the retirement planning business helping hundreds of their clients get ready for their golden years. They are fiduciaries. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. Just a reminder, uh, you're out and about. You can't listen to the entire show. You can always jump online, efmnw.com. That's all letters, EFMNW.com links to the TV show and also links to our radio show and podcast form. You can listen and watch to your heart's content. Coming up, we're going to give you an opportunity to get on the calendar with Elevated Financial Management. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. Stay tuned. Immediately following our question and answer, we'll hear from Seattle, Bellevue, Kent, Shoreline, and Auburn. Let's start in Seattle right here. Arthur is there. And Casey, this one is for you. I'm planning to retire at 62. I have 250 k in savings. 
and I have a paid-off rental house with about $1,400 a month coming in on that. My house that I've lived in is also paid off. I'm not sure what to do with my savings. How might a financial advisor help me, and what do you recommend? Uh, great question, Arthur. Um, you know, there's there's a couple of things that, that maybe I just want to make sure to do my best to try and clarify. Um, if you're planning to retire at 62 and you've already paid off a rental house and your primary house, that's awesome. Uh, very, very nice job. Uh, having $1,400 a month in rental income, that's great. Uh, the, the big question here is, is how can a financial advisor help you? And part of the way that, that a financial advisor would help you is by doing exactly what I'm about to do. So when do you plan to take Social Security, right? You're, you're planning to retire at 62. Does that mean you're going to start Social Security at 62? Because there's going to be a reduction in your Social Security if you do. Uh, when it comes to the 250000 that you have in savings, you use the word savings here a couple of times, I believe. And so that being said, is it actually in like checking and savings? If it is, a financial advisor should be able to help you invest that in a way to grow it for the future. It's, it's getting hit pretty hard uh, with not having any growth potential by just sitting in savings. Uh, in addition to that is what do taxes look like in your retirement? And uh, when it comes to the investments that you are going to make, you don't want to take too much risk when it comes to your retirement money, that, that money that you've saved. And so, you know, you've got a couple parts and pieces here that you've mentioned, the 250000 in savings, the rental income, we talk about Social Security, those kind of things. And those are individual parts and pieces, but it's not a plan. Um, and, I, and I think that's really what it is. That's what a, a true retirement-focused, holistic financial planner will be able to help you do is to put together a financial plan, something that accounts for all those things so that you can see what this looks like into the future instead of just having all these little pieces scattered about. You want to add something to that, Mark? Yeah, I was going to say the one thing that uh, wasn't part of this question, too, is how much monthly income do you desire? We call it the target income. So without knowing, it's great that you have, like Casey said, the $1,400 coming in. Uh, but how much uh, do you really need each and every month? That's really going to determine what you need to do and whether to $250,000, because in today's world, $250,000 isn't going to create a lot on a monthly income. So that's just something why uh, a plan is so critical to figuring all of this out. We are in the middle of question and answer here on Elevate Your Wealth. We'll give you an opportunity to get on the calendar with Mark Casey, their entire team at Elevated Financial Management, no cost. No obligation, no pressure. Get that written financial plan put together for you. Uh, we'll have five more positions on that calendar. We'll open those up here shortly. Let's go to Bellevue for the next question, Mark. It's to you from Edith. I was let go from my job recently and only have two weeks until my final 60 days are up. The 401k provider that my company went through is saying I can leave my funds there and I will only start getting penalized beginning June 1 of 2023. I am clueless when it comes to IRA funds and I don't really want to cash out my 401k. Any help would greatly be greatly appreciated. You know, Edith, thank you for, for this question because this is something I think a lot of folks are facing right now. Um, one of the things I will say that most company plans, when you leave, they do want you to do something with the funds. Um, and so that being said, if let's say Fidelity is your manager, your 401k, Casey and I were just talking a little while ago about uh, the TSP plan uh, that anybody that works for the federal government is involved in. Well, that plan doesn't have very many options 
that we would consider safe or conservative. In fact, one of the ones Casey was just sharing with me today that they consider uh, kind of moderate is it would be as much risk as if you were just in straight S&P 500, which is is pretty up there when it comes to a risk score, close to 75 out of 100. So uh, I would tell you that I think rolling out of a 401k plan into your own IRA makes a lot of sense for most people because a couple things happen. You're going to have a lot more choices to put the funds into so you can diversify a little better. And a lot of times your fees will go down. So that's just something I think makes a lot of sense. I would tell you, roll into your own IRA uh, and get and get a plan. That's like we're talking about. Have a plan so that you're going to know exactly when to use those IRA funds, where your income is going to be coming from, and how your required minimum distributions are going to affect your overall plan. Because the last thing we want to do is have you be paying more taxes than what you really want to pay. Question and answer, and we roll to Kent. Michael is there asking this question. Casey, I'll throw it at you. I found a bank that has 5% CD rate for an 18-month CD. I was debating whether I should throw some of my savings into this. That sounds like a great idea. Man, you get 5% right now, guaranteed, no risk, um, and for money that's really just sitting there. I mean, we, we've had folks come in that are getting 0.02%, not 0.2%, 0.02% on their savings. And so if you can get a guaranteed 5% on a CD without taking any risk, that's a great place to park some savings for right now. Now, that's that's not necessarily the answer for your overall retirement nest egg, but for money that's sitting on the sidelines, that's a great thing to do. Uh, what, what we might encourage you also is to um, do a little digging before you um, just make that decision uh, for other folks that maybe are hearing this question and, and want to go to their bank and talk about CDs. That's great. But do a little research. Uh, it's really easy to find online. You can use Google, use whatever you like, but do a little research and see what you can get for CDs elsewhere um, and just compare those numbers. It might be worth the paperwork and maybe a little bit of a phone call or conversation uh, to get a higher rate somewhere else. It's worth taking the time to do that. And you might even be able to get 5% for 12 months or, or something. 13 months. Something yeah, I, along got, those I got it for 11. Yeah. So, you know, you, you can get a, a nice CD right now, a nice rate for a rather short time frame. Um, so do that digging and, and figure out what all your options are. That's the key. Elevate your wealth question and answer. We're going to open up the spots on the calendar with elevated financial management here in just a little bit. So stay tuned for that. And these are no cost, no obligation, no pressure. All right. Shoreline is where we'll go next. Lisa is there. Mark, this one's to you. Should I be contributing to my 401k or Roth 401k? My employer offers both. And I currently contribute 4% to the Roth 401k and 3% to my traditional 401k. Should I go full Roth? Currently make about 135k per year and anticipate it going up yearly. Well, one of the things I'd like to know, um, Lisa, is your age. Um, I think that plays a big par part of this. But what I will say is I believe the Roth is definitely a much better uh, account to put money into over the IRA. And why do I say that? Well, all the money, all the growth that it has over however many years it can accumulate 
ends up being tax-free. Your traditional IRA is not. You're going to have a mortgage on that money, right? You're going to have to pay tax on any growth and any money you deposited. So I'm a big fan of 401ks, and I know Casey is too. We like to create as much tax-free income for our clients as is possible. And the, the problem is most people don't have very much tax-free. It's usually either taxable or tax-deferred. So I believe a Roth would be a very smart thing to do. But here's a couple of the issues. You're, it's, you're making 135 k a year. One of the things as a, you need to understand that as a single filer, if that's your case, uh, the phase-out uh, rules begin to come into play at, at starting at 138000 for a single filer. What does that mean? Well, once you start making 138000 or more, and it completely will be phased out at 153000 or more, you, 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 once you make over those limits, the amount that you can contribute starts going down. And then once you hit 153, you can't contribute anymore. So you're almost to the point, Lisa, where uh, a certain amount is going to start to be reduced because of your income. Final question of the program. We'll hit it real quickly. Auburn, the location. Andrew is there. Casey, I throw this to you. If you apply for Social Security three months before you are eligible, as I've been advised to do, and you decide not to collect it, how hard is it to back out? Um, you know, it, it kind of that's open to interpretation. It's not uh, overly difficult to back out. You do have that choice. As a matter of fact, if you start your Social Security uh, for up to 12 months, you can back out of that decision and essentially stop those payments. But there is something that you have to deal with if you do that. So if you if you decide to stop, let's say in, in month six, then you want to essentially retroactively change that decision, you're going to have to pay back all the money that you've received during that time frame. So uh, we won't say that it's hard, but there are some hoops to jump through. Um, really, I think maybe the other way that we could answer this, Andrew, is you've been advised to do that. Who advised you to do that? Um, was that somebody at the water cooler? Was it somebody on break at work? Was it somebody who truly understands what's going on? And of course, they had your best intentions. But here, here's what this boils down to. And we're always coming back to this. It's about having a plan. And if you have a plan, the idea of potentially starting Social Security and turning it off really starts to phase away because that would never be part of the plan. The plan will help us figure out when do we start Social Security? What's the right time and how is it best going to affect you? So, you know, Andrew, please don't don't hesitate to pick up the phone and give us a shout. We, we make those spots available for folks just like yourself. And speaking of, we've got five of them. Mark, we've got the five positions, no cost, no obligation, no pressure. What's going to happen for these appointments? Okay, so for anybody that calls us, we're going to put together a true written plan that's been done by a certified financial planner. And we're going to look at all the areas that, that need to be accounted for. We're going to look at your cash flow. We are going to analyze your current investments, uh, see the fees you're paying there. What about your tax situation? Uh, that is so critical for us to for a true plan, we've got to account for taxes. What about how much risk are you taking inside your portfolio? And then we're also going to look at any legacy that you want to, 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 
pass on to your children. So please pick up the phone. Let us put together a solid written plan just for you. All right, we got the five spots. Call this number now, 866-668-3625. That's 866-668-3625. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. You'll receive that written financial plan. And again, if you've got at least 250000 or more saved for retirement, these strategies and work best for you. 866-668-3625. Another edition of Elevate Your Wealth is in the books. We'll see you on the radio next week. Investment advisory services are offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is intended for informational and educational purposes only. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein are those of the individual speakers and not necessarily those of Foundations and its affiliates. The information contained herein does not constitute an offer to sell any securities or represent an express or implied opinion or endorsement of any specific opportunity, offering, or issuer. Any discussion of performance or returns is not indicative of future results. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company not guaranteed by a bank or the FDIC. Each individual investor situation is different and any ideas provided may not be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Foundations only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. No legal or tax advice is provided. Always consult with a tax professional. All rights reserved.